You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Low Winter Sun After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Low Winter Sun After Show. Ah. Uh. That's how the we open. Oh, was a little weak. This, I know it was a little week. weak this week. I'm just feeling my own personal groove. Yeah. Hey, everybody! Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another low winter sun after show. This is season one, episode seven. There was a girl. I'm Matt Lieberman, and joining me on the panel is the fantastic and talented Steph Z. What's up, guys? Yo, yo, yo! Uh, unfortunately, Oriana could not join us this week. No. Uh, we're real bummed that she can't be here, but we will see her next week. Yes, we will, uh, and we will get a call next week from our special guest Trevor Long who yes. plays Sean on the show yeah so that's very exciting for next week I still can't get past that he brought his own dirt I, I that's all I think about especially tonight well it just says so much about the guy right yeah he's yeah he's kind of awesome yeah he's a he's a big tweeter yeah he's been tweeting back and forth Sweet. love him love him love too. the support great we love you well, uh, let's talk about the episode. So much happened this week. We found out at the very end that uh, Boyd has basically pieced the whole thing together, though the department may not be on his side. Uh, we got some big movements between Joe and Frank that right. may not be reversible. Uh, yeah. Some guns were fired. Mm-hmm. But let's start. let's start by talking about Frank. So it opens on him uh, giving Sean an egg sandwich and a coffee. And he's like, I might not be around for a few days. We've got a big break in the case. And it felt kind of like a little bit to me, kind of assuaging his guilt a little bit about like, man, I'm about to go in and bust down your wife's door, your ex-wife's door. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there is, there's still, there's still something about that relationship that we don't know. I mm-hmm. feel like, and it's... Well, we had to confirm that he's his ex-partner this week. Yeah. We had to confirm that he's an ex-partner, but we don't know why he's the ex-partner. Yeah. We don't know what exactly happened. So I feel like there's guilt around that for mm-hmm. with Frank for some reason. And also now that, you know, he, you know, when it's your partner's wife, like it's part of the family type thing. And now he knows that he's going in on Maya when he think like, I don't really think that Frank thinks that Maya really has anything to do with it, except for the fact that she's married to Damon. Yeah. It's just kind of like... like By default. Tough luck. Or not even luck. It's like, I'm sure that he tried to say to Maya a while back, you don't want to do that. Right. And uh, he, he came into the bar like a friend, and then he just strolls in, busts the door down, fi- they find the cocaine. I love that little short scene that we got with Damon and Maya uh, at the top where they're talking about potential other futures they could have yeah it was kind of like they were you know we started in mid conversation with them but it wasn't like they were scared because they were in over their head or they were just kind of like wow this you know it seems like they're realizing it's not what they signed up for yeah so they're like all right we could go to florida and we could like play tennis and do things that florida but they're also like shitting on it a little bit yeah yes and no they're like making fun of it because 
I feel like it's subconsciously they know that they should get out, but they want it to be, they don't want to accept the realization. Yeah. Well, so. it's, it all comes down to her line, I hate us. You know, yeah. I wish we were the kinds of people who could get excited about that life because that life sounds a lot better than the life we have. Which is kind of funny because I feel like the grass is always greener when it comes to stuff. Like there's sure. so many people, especially even out here trying to do big things and, 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 you know, sacrificing things left and right. And then there's some people that are just like, man, I just wish I had that, you know, nine to five job and barbecues on the weekend. And it's like, whatever you have, you kind of strive different, which is, I think, very interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, Frank obviously brings them both in. Maya's immediately feral, like screaming, like how love it. She wants a a lawyer. She was just everyone was nails across this episode. Everyone was great. Um, And then Frank and Joe are just like trying to break Damon down. And then we have this moment, right, where like where's Michael? And then Maya starts playing the cops. She she uh, after all this kind of like affection for Michael and that he was their close friend and so on. It was like a switch. Oh yeah, because she goes right into survival mode and she'll do whatever she has. But she's smart. Yeah, she's very smart. As soon as she gets in the interrogation room, she's asking for a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And as soon as she sees, like, as soon as she reads in the situation that they have a hole, she runs with it. Well, she was a cop's wife. She knows how this how all this goes down. I'm sure that Sean at the end of the night would tell would you know like confide in her like I can't believe that you know this happened this way or like oh I got this guy frankly we don't know what he was like as a cop but we don't not yet but yeah and I I think it's really amazing that Damon doesn't pick up right away that Maya kind of yeah took one for the team not really took one for the team like she didn't get in trouble for saying that she played a hail hail mary yeah she had a plan but then he 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 figures it out he's like wait. Maya told you that? Yeah. And then he immediately shifts his story. He he sees the opening and he takes it and he commits to that But he story. questions it. That was my only problem with the hmm. way that he talked. Like, he, he questioned it. As soon as they said Maya said that, and I, again, they could have been feeding him stuff and him, you know what I mean, to, yeah. in order to get him to say something. So he's trying to gauge. Yeah, he's trying to gauge. And he, I feel like he should have been able to gauge that more internally and mm-hmm. went with it and it would have been more believable. Okay. Because they know that that's not what happened. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we quickly find out that Joe is is playing this a completely different way. So, like, they get Damon so close. Damon's ready to break down on Billy, and then they could pile the other two murders on him. They'd be out scot-free. But the thing that he's trying to do, he's trying to leverage uh, himself into a deal by talking about Skelos and McCann. And uh, Joe sees this coming, and he beats the hell out of him, knowing that he'd get thrown off the case, that Damon would get thrown out because he'd get a lawyer, and, it, you know, he basically betrayed every single one of his rights. Right. Joe was a smart cookie this week. Joe was a smart cookie, and it was funny. At first, I was like, what is he doing? And then as soon as I pieced together that it would have been, you know, the skilos and everything together, I was just like, wow. And Frank didn't see that right away either. No. They, and then Frank questioned it, which he was trying to protect both of them. I mean, granted, Joe's trying to protect his, cover his own ass, mm-hmm. but in that, Frank's like binded to it, you know? Yeah. And no, there's the, that's the problem, right? Is like, if he takes, if he takes Joe down, he still has to admit that he murdered someone, that he murdered right. a fellow cop. 
So he's, he's in this impossible situation. Well, I don't know, though, because we're getting to, you know, there is a separation. Like, later even, you know, I know we're jumping around a little bit, but even Danny, like, th- a lot of them think that it might just be Joe. Right. So I wonder if it's going to play out that Frank's going to be able to, to disconnect from that and, and pin Joe for being like, no, dude. But Lefevre saw two men on that dock. Right. He saw, he saw a black guy and a white guy, white right. guy, balding or bald. Right. You know, it's it's if he's somehow able to part himself from Joe, Joe's going to say that it was Frank. He's going to torch the earth. If it's like, if I go down, you go down. Right. But in the same sense, Joe just killed his, uh, his partner yeah. and he's had other. So, so Joe's voice and Joe's word gonna is believe not him? right. So if Frank plays it the right way, I think he could still get people to separate him from that. Yeah. But I don't think he will, because I don't think he's going to, you know, Danny already asked him, and he's like, I don't know. Like, she, he had an opportunity to throw Joe under the bus. But Boyd has evidence. Bo- or, like, it's all circumstantial, but, like, right. he can really point it in that direction. If he can sway Danny, if he can get her to get on his side, you know, she's a credible cop, she's a good cop, she's, you know, taking her LSATs, she could, probably comes from a good family, it's a decent enough voice on the force and a decent enough character witness that, you know, she can admit he's been acting very strangely, very differently. His right. detective work is nowhere near as good as it was before McCann died. You know, right. why is it suddenly going, you know, all crazy? Which I think is, it, they do make it a point to say that she's the only clean cop left. Yeah. And it's obvious. So her opinion, I feel like is going to have a lot of weight in the future. Totally. Um, I just want to take a quick second and thank everybody uh, who has rated us on iTunes and keeping us in the uh, in the top ten? We love our fans and we we love uh, any tweets or YouTube comments that you throw our way. So if you could just keep uh, reviewing and commenting on iTunes, that's how we know and how our bosses know that we're doing a great job. So we love five star ratings. Uh, please keep it up and thank you for continuing to listen because we love doing this show. Yes, we do. All right, so I want to talk about. The scene on the boat, and really just about Joe in general. This is a big Joe episode. Big Joe episode. This week. Because we found out, in his words, why why all of this went down. Why did he rope uh, Frank in to this murder plot? How did he, as someone who used to be in the seminary, how did he find himself so low? Do you know? And he's talking about how he's a weak man. God made him that way. And... He and God are tight. Whatever I do, you know, I'm going to confess it to the Lord and he will understand because he made me this weak man who could be pulled in by someone else. And Frank's like, bullshit, buddy. I think it's a crock of shit. Yeah? I think it's a crock of shit. Like, I get what he's trying to do, Mm -hmm. but Joe's smarter than that. Joe's, I mean, and Joe's not the smartest because he didn't figure out the whole plan, but he's smarter than that. I totally think it's a crock of shit. I think that he realized that the informant that was working with Brendan knew something about him, so they both needed to die, and the best way for him to do that was to get somebody else involved, because if if Frank wasn't involved and yeah. Joe would have just killed him, Frank would have figured it out, and Frank would have been the first to be like, hell no, this is not okay. Yeah. And, and now that he tied... Frank in it was a safety thing for him he didn't need help what help did he need yeah like no, he could have totally done it himself he could have shot he could have shot McCann when when he was supposed to shoot Katya yeah 
You know, like there was other opportunities for him to kill him, and he didn't. He this was a plan of Joe's. But I believe. we still don't know. I, I just want to go back to a point you made last week because it kind of changed my whole understanding yeah. of the show. Really, you made a comment that what if McCann and Gettys, uh, Brendan and Joe, were getting Katya to sleep to seduce Frank so that they could discredit him yeah. later on because they knew that IA was coming. Yeah. So. He well, did. and because there was already the other informant who they killed. Anton. So, Anton. So they knew, they they knew they had to know. Well, they could have hidden Anton's body. Like, that's not, that's not the, the thing for me. It's that it wasn't necessarily Joe's idea to involve Frank even at the very beginning. Like, that's what I want to know. Was it brendan's idea originally to discredit frank so that they could pin some of their criminal activity on him or did joe bring in frank oh no joe definitely brought him in yeah he introduced him to katya well because brendan would have never been like hey let's introduce frank to katya then you don't kill katya and you and frank kill me well no but but we still don't know necessarily how katya and frank met we don't know we don't know the circumstances. We don't know how they met. We don't know who decided it was a good idea to set this girl's sights on this I guy. I definitely think Brendan was more involved with bringing Frank in. Because also, Joe has a quote-unquote weak moment mm-hmm. in not killing Katya. Like, yeah. why really didn't he kill Katya? I don't know. Because, like, that's the... In this episode, we know that he feels guilt... We know that he feels shame and pain and that on some level he feels remorse. But at the same time, I don't think that another body is going to bother him that much. So why didn't he kill Katya? I think he might have had a momentary a momentary lapse, maybe because she was a woman, maybe because he felt bad that he was playing her in this long con. I don't know. I don't know why he didn't kill her. But... I don't know. I feel like he... I would I like to believe that he didn't kill her because of Frank. Mm-hmm. But I feel like and we see in the previews that she's coming back. I feel like her role might be more significant than just a hooker. Yeah. Well, in the original show, she was dead. Like she wasn't still alive in the in the original British version. Um from from what I know, from what a friend told me. And uh yeah, if she's coming back, she's the only link only living link besides the two of them who knows what happened exactly. and that Brendan killed Anton and that they they killed Brendan. It's the only person. Yeah. And we already know that her she wasn't her and Frank's relationship wasn't real. So there's a completely different motive for her. Oh yeah, cuz they there's no real loyalty on her end. No. There's, well, there's no real loyalty anywhere in the show. I know. But if if she actually had loved Frank, she might not flip on Frank. But that's that's right. not the case. If the if the cops can guarantee her protection, then she's probably you know going to be all right with the cops, or she's going to want their help anyway. Yeah. Well, who is protecting her right now? No one is. I mean, is well, whoever yeah. owns L- Loretta's Lounge. No, this is Chicago, so oh. no one's. She's supposed to be dead. Everyone else thinks that she's dead. So there's there's nobody. Somebody has to be owning her still. Somebody has to be doing something well, yeah. for her to keep her quiet about what she knows. Well, no, no yeah, not but no, not about what she knows because they think that she's dead. Like that's the thing. Everyone in Detroit right now thinks that she is dead. Thinks that she's dead because that's what that's what Brendan told them that he's dead or that she's dead. 
Joe told him, told Brendan she's dead. Brendan told Skelos she's dead. But she knows that she has this information that could, you know, make this whole scandal come to light. Right. But I don't think she's about to tell anybody about that because that's the stuff that almost got her killed. Unless I don't know. The I think there's a different calling. play coming with her still. I really, mm. I still do. I okay. mean, I get what you're saying, that yeah. it, it's only in her best interest to be dead, quote unquote. Yeah. But someone had to say, you better stay dead, and I'm going to do this because no, that was know, she Joe. could get into police custody. She she could get protection. She could get all this stuff. She has this information. But to that was case. Joe right there. Joe said, if I ever see you again, you will die. You are dead. You will never cross that border again. And she did cross the border. She crossed right. back from Canada. Um, he didn't know that. But now that he has some sense that she's alive, she's in danger again. I think someone else knows about her. Okay. I think there's going to be... I we'll could be wrong. Out. I could totally be wrong. I think someone will definitely find out about her next yeah. week. But I don't think anyone knows that she's alive right now except for Frank. Okay. That's, that's my personal take. Um, I don't know that everything that he said was BS. I think he believes all of it. He wants to believe it, but I don't yeah. think he believes it. Really? I, no, I mean, do you think he really thinks of himself as a weak man? I think, I think that he thinks of his moral lapses as a weakness. He, he's someone who has deep-seated self-hatred. Right, and I feel like people that, like, if you see, oh, it takes a certain individual to admit a weakness, hmm. I think, and I don't think... I think that he's making excuses for his actions yeah. rather than admitting something that he wants to like work on or make better. Mm. It's just a way for him to not have any accountability for it's what a, he did. It's a blanket statement. Yes. It's saying, God made me weak, so I make mistakes. That is not my fault. That is the, but the Lord. Right. Yeah. I feel like it's that. Um, which makes his kind of his confession though. All the more weird and striking. And I love the way that it was shot. Catherine Hardwick did an amazing job with this episode. Really, really really cool visually. And he's doing this confession right to camera. uh, 18 years since his last confession. And uh, he, he doesn't admit to killing anybody. He's saying, I cheated, I lied, I stole, and then I became a cop. As if that's a sin too. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I was really taken in by what he said about DPD being sick. DPD right. has a sickness that can't be cured. You know, everyone, everyone's on the take. Everyone's flawed. There will be no justice for the people of this city. Why are you pretending to be any different? Right. Um, and he basically says, you're no different. You killed a man. Which is the truth. It's totally the truth. Yeah. Um... I don't think of I don't think he thinks of himself as like a good or a strong person though. Like there's a lot of what he said that to me rang very true. Yeah, I agree that he doesn't think he's a good or a strong person, but I don't agree that he thinks that he's too weak to make his own decision. Like that's what he's really saying. He's really throwing his arms up and being like I didn't do this. I'm yeah. just too weak, so this is this is what inevitably was going to happen mm-hmm. because woe is me. Well, and it, it, I mean, it's he sounds like an a- addict, honestly. It's like somebody yeah. who says, I have a disease, I'm broken, you know, like there's nothing I can do but, you know, drink more or do drugs or whatever. And that's kind of, I, I think, what he's doing is like my... It's like a cop-out. Yeah, his, his cop-out is, I don't make enough money, so I let myself lapse morally. And then I did it again, and then I did it again. And then by the time that I realized how far I had fallen... I couldn't get out because at that point I was tied to crime lords. Yeah, and I sold my soul to the devil. And I decided that killing people was worth getting a boat. 
it's it's a pretty good book. Pretty weak. Pretty good book. Pretty weak. Pretty weak right. sauce. Fine, fine. Weak sauce. Weak sauce excuses from our favorite uh, religious detective. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay, I want to talk about Danny. Uh, Danny, Danny. Poor Danny. I swear, this girl, like... She should first, like, first of all, she lets Frank off the hook. And I know that she's, like, being mature. Right. Or whatever. But but she's being mature or whatever. She's also protecting herself. Like, if, you, if you're if you a woman and you get your heart broken, like, yeah. you say that. You say, because you're not going to be like, you really broke my heart. Like, can we not sleep together? Or can we sleep together again? Yeah, right. I would. I mean, I say nice things too and it mm. never works out I but know. you know what i mean like of course she was just playing like the strong front like not nah, man it's cool yeah i don't think it's cool i think she still feels for frank it's obvious oh yeah it's obvious but she's kind of like giving him the out because it's and she makes the point she's like we don't really have time for this kind of like drama right now she or she's like we're, we're both busy people we're both adults i get it whatever right. um so she's not making a thing out of it right now even though like, damn him, because, dick. Yeah. And uh, she she had this case all but sewn up, and then Joe just completely takes it out of her hands, or, like, first the brass screws her when right. she puts Frank and Joe on point with it, oh. and then Joe completely blows it to save his own ass. And, and then, Frank's ass, too. Yeah, Frank's ass, too. But then here comes Boyd, smarming his way up to her apartment S- late at night. Such a smarmily. So creepy. Bonsoir. F you, man. Yeah, he's, I, I'm not a fan of him. He's just so gross. And he basically, he's like, he's trying to get her to admit that she thinks that Frank and Joe could have been involved in this murder. Well, no, first she says that she thinks Joe can be involved. She opens the can of worms, I think, saying that she thinks Joe is involved. Yeah, she breaks down a little bit. Yeah, and then he asks about Frank, and she's still like, and I and I feel like, too, that takes a certain amount of decency. Like, even though she knows he just screwed her over, yeah. pretty much, that she's still willing to be like, no, man, he's a good cop. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to get any of my personal, which shows a, a lot of strength in her character, mm-hmm. that she's not going to let her personal stuff get in the way and be like, oh, yeah, maybe him, too. She's not going to try and screw him because her feelings are hurt. She puts that aside and thinks he's a good cop. Yeah. I give her credit for that. I was like, uh, I was kind of misled when it comes in and he's saying everyone's talking about it. And I thought, oh, my God, is he talking about the fact that the two of them slept together? But no, it was it was actually about the case. Right. Um. And, uh, I don't know, man. He's just so, he's just so gross. And he finally hits a wall with her when he's like, you know, like, you may think that he's a good cop, but you should examine his detecting skills. They're a little rusty. She's like, I'll examine what I want to examine. Thanks. Yeah. Well, because I feel like he might have an inkling knowing that they might have hooked up or something because he's trying to play that card. Like, is he still with that girl? Mm -hmm. Like, what's the story? Exactly. He's trying to play the heartstrings. And you see that, you see that affect her because she immediately, she, she breaks off from the conversation. She starts washing her mug. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it had ever, maybe it hadn't even occurred to her that, he, that F- Frank might have still been with Katya and had lied and when right. he'd come over, whatever. But, but my, that's, yeah, that's not the case though. Perhaps the most telling scene though is the last scene of the episode, right? Where Boyd goes to show his superior everything that he's worked up about this case and their attitude towards him is so interesting to me. They, they're obviously proud of and pleased with what they have. They right. have a guy who works 24-7, who loves to get into cops' business yeah. and is relentless in thinking that cops are up to no good. 
but they also don't necessarily trust his judgment. Well, that's kind of like a catch-22 because they want him there to check on the cops, but dirty cops make the city make everyone look bad. Yeah. So it, that's, I'm sure it's a push pill with, with him and oh, his totally. position. No, they wanted to, they wanted to find, uh, two dirty cops who, you know, maybe were collecting protect, protection money or something, right. not find a murder conspiracy right. deep within the DPD. Right. It's absolutely not what anyone wants to see on the front page. Right. So I'm sure his, uh, his case t- against them will be thwarted to some degree. Yes. Going forward. Um, okay. I just want to talk really quickly about a movie called The Adventures of Serial Buddies. Uh, those of you who are familiar with Afterbuzz have heard a lot about it before. Uh, it is now available on DVD as well as video on demand and on iTunes. You can also find it on the website SerialBuddies.com. It's a very funny movie, uh, $5.99 to rent, $6.99 to buy, and all that money goes back into AfterBuzz TV and helped us make this beautiful studio that we are currently Woo-hoo. in. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Okay, so let's talk about Damon and Maya and Sean. Uh, so we, and we also got a little bit of, uh, of our other, Gus. yeah, Gus and Steven. Yeah. Got some good scenes this week. Yeah. Go on, real quick, cause I know we went over the interrogation room a little bit, but I really think that it was awesome of Steven to be like, no way. Michael did not do that. Yeah. Like he totally was like, and it's funny because he goes back to, I swear on my mom, I swear on my sister. And it's kind of unique how that still plays. Mm-hmm. Like even like the dirtiest of dirty, like talking about killing people when someone swears on their mom, like people kind of are like, okay, that's, that's no joke. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting how that still plays. Cause you, well, cause you have to be real scum to right. use that card insincerely. Right, but you would think that people that are, you know, use that card or go to jail, that people would use that card, and they kind of don't. Yeah. No, Steven stuck up for his for his boy. He still misses Michael. He didn't want yeah. Michael to go. But uh, nobody said he was dead. No one said he's dead, because they don't want them looking for a body. Yeah. They don't want him looking for a body. They want them to believe that he skipped town after murdering Billy. Um, you know, Gus wasn't wasn't letting Danny get anything. Right. Um, he was being tough. That's our boy, Nicola. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, Maya comes back to the international after being released. Right. And there's Sean, uh, who's been just kind of like scratching outside yeah. like a cat, uh, all morning. Yeah. Well, he was waiting for it to open yeah. and she was clearly late cause she was at the DPD. Yeah. Uh, and she, I was surprised she let him in, honestly. I'm not. There's there's something genuine about that relationship. Mm. And last week when we were so happy to have Sprague join us, I think she said it right. Like, they were, you know, first true love. And, like, Damon's more of, like, the best friend. Yeah. You know? And it, it's like she's got a soft spot for him. Or they have, like, a connection still in yeah. some way. Not that I think they're going to go run off and, you know, whatever. No. But the hurt's it, still there. Yeah. So it's like, and she was feeling weak. You know, we see her break down and mm-hmm. then you know he adds a little bit of the comic relief you know could be worse she could still be married to me yeah, you know what i mean laugh. so they have like a genuine relationship still yeah no and it's it's like sad and it's touching and i don't know i'm worried about her i'm worried about every every single one of them because it seems like just like the hammer of god is gonna come down on all these people yeah something's gotta give something's gotta give all right, uh, I want to move into predictions, if that's all right. Sure. And now, 
your After Buzz TV predictions. Steph Z, what do you think's going on next week? Well, I think there was something big about Joe going to see Skelos at the skate ring. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's they're going to try and conspire some plan against Damon. Well, he said he told him you need to kill Damon and it needs to happen outside of the city. It needs to happen on the effing moon. Pretty much. So yeah. I wonder how that's going to play out. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if um, somebody else, you know, like a, like a Michael character might get popped instead or, you know, like a, there's something that's big that's going to happen there, I think. Totally. And um, I, I'm really interested to see how Frank and Joe finagle their way out of it i mean the pieces of the puzzle are coming together the ship is sinking as the it were. ship is sinking yeah yeah um no they're definitely at odds i'm wondering if frank is going to try to turn on joe somehow uh and i we're gonna see danny start to suspect frank a little bit or like at least notice that uh he really is acting differently but is he gonna is he gonna try and get closer to her so that she can't see that i don't know i i don't know if that's even occurred to him I'm sure it has. Yeah. We'll see. And he may just want to get closer to her because, you know, darn, she's a nice lady. She is a nice lady. Yeah. Um, And I think, and Katya plays back into things in a big way next week. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. I'm so curious about the stilts guy. Yeah. What was that 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 about? about? No idea. I think he had a shirt. Rise up Detroit. And then Frank calls him an asshole. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know I don't if know. that guy's going to wander around again or... Well, I think it's... Uh, Frank is a guy who likes the establishment. He's a member of the establishment. Yeah, it's so random. I think he just... It's, it's, it's two different kinds of people. Frank is a guy who wants the people to reinvest in the establishment and build it back up into something great. And this guy is somebody who's just like, you know, the people should rise up and tear down the system so we can make a new one in its place, one that isn't diseased. Right, right, right. And he's okay. also like a hippie on stilts. Yeah. In the call. Yeah. All right. Steph Z, where can the people find you? The people can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z and also on the After Buzz Shark Tank and Project Runway. Great. And you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also find me here on After Buzz TV on Breaking Bad for one more week, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Sleepy Hollow, and Sons of Anarchy. Thank you guys so much, and we will see you next week. You always got to one-up me. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 